0: Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Okay, before I dive into it, let me set the stage a little for you. If you've been following me, even for a short amount of time, you will know that I am a big fan of walking. I walk a lot. I even took a course on walking not that long ago to up my walking game and ensure that I will continue walking for many, many more years to come. So, okay, given that, you will not be surprised when I say that if something gets in the way of my walking routine, let's say some violently bad weather, well, I get a little agitated. And by that, I mean I get downright grumpy. Now, on this particularly blustery, cold, rainy, yucky evening, I had planned on getting out to do at least another 5,000 more steps. Not that I obsess over the number. But I'd already had my day's fill of wind and rain. So I took a deep breath and I turned that agitation into creativity. Now, my home is not that big but I decided that I would see how many steps I could do around my living space before I got bored. (laughs) I started my circuit in the kitchen, I looped the living room and around the dining table, then I went up the stairs to the TV room, around the bedroom, back down the stairs to my office, through the movement room, and back up to the kitchen. I was saddened to find out that it was not quite 160 steps, which is not great, but I decided that I would still do a few more loops. After all, a few hundred steps is without a doubt better than no steps, right? But then things started to get interesting when I realized that I was walking right under my pull-up bar on each lap. So I decided to do five pull-ups each time I went under it. Then I noticed that the bedroom had a big empty piece of carpet between the bed and the door, which was perfect to do some push ups on. So I decided to do 10 push ups every time I hit that spot. Okay, so now I was cooking, and I was inspired to find more ways to expand this circuit, so I opened up the door to the garage and I added that into the loop, and I also included the few extra steps I could grab if I added the bathroom to my circuit. But then again, since the bathroom is small and wasn't adding much stepwise anyway, I decided to do 10 body weight squats in there instead. Now, okay, I know I sound kind of like a crazy person when I say this, but... It was one of the most fun walks that I have been on in a long time, and I definitely hit my 5,000 step count, plus I did probably 50 pull-ups and at least 100 push-ups and a whole lot of squats as well. Talk about getting a great workout. In my home, in my regular clothes, with only a pull-up bar as necessary gear. Now, later that night, I was chatting with a friend of mine, and I told him, well, what I'd done. He was impressed, and he suggested that I write an article and do a podcast episode about it. He was inspired by my creativity, impressed with my refusal to let the weather rob me of my fun, and encouraged that he too could also embrace this mindset. The mindset that shuns the all-or-nothing behavior that we often encounter in today's extreme diet and extreme fitness world. You know, I've written before specifically in an article called COVID Couch Potato, Stay Active with Movement Snacks, that too many people still are of the mind that a gym, a club, or a studio is the best, and perhaps the only, way to get physical movement into their day. Now again, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that I believe in the importance of living an active lifestyle. Now, spending some time in the gym or a fitness class is great when it's safe to do so, but it should take a back seat to making regular, easy-to-incorporate movement a part of your daily life. So, the great thing about this is how adaptable it can be. All you have to do is fill in the blanks on this sentence. So, what if I don't blank? I can still blank. And you can fill it in with things like, well, so what if I don't have time to do a 45-minute online yoga class? I can still do some piggyback squats while I play with the kids. Or so what if I don't have a set of weights to do a workout with? I can still do a pelvis lift and lower movement while I prep dinner. Or so what if I don't enjoy doing bench press? I can still do push-ups in the park, in my parka and mittens if I want. And maybe even so what if I don't want to buy an expensive piece of cardio equipment, I can still do shoulder tap crab kicks in the kitchen. And finally, so what if I don't have access to a fitness facility? I can still do some surprise parkour in the grocery store parking lot. And you know what? If you go to getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com, you will find links to all of the activities I just listed, and you'll see some actual friends of mine doing the activities in the places I mentioned. And I encourage you to do so because it's pretty inspiring. Guaranteed. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. My point is that instead of being disappointed and rigid about what you consider to be a workout, be enthusiastic and flexible about what movement you can do right now, where you are with what you have available. Now, I'm not a historian, and I don't pretend to be one by any means, but a few online searches told me that it was only back in 1939 that Jack LaLanne, that old-timey fitness legend, opened what is heralded as the first health club in Oakland, California. At that time, these clubs were mostly dingy, dusty, cellar-like places with a boxing ring and a heavy bag and a few rusty iron weights strewn around the area. Now, this is where predominantly men lifted weights and trained for particular sports, not necessarily in pursuit of picturesque abs or pecs. Now, the actual birth of what we now call gyms didn't happen until the 1960s and 1970s. In fact, it was arguably Gold's Gym in 1965 that signaled the beginning of this wacky modern notion that general health and fitness could be created, or rather recreated or recreated, (laughs) in an artificial setting rather than just by performing the manual labor that life necessitated as previous generations did. Then, eventually, Joe Gold founded the world's gym chain in 1977, and this idea really began to pick up speed. So, Knowing this, it was 1977 that a larger portion of the population slowly started to be introduced to the idea that gyms were a place that you could go to to get fit. But it still really didn't catch on until the 1980s. For example, I was six years old in 1977, and I didn't step foot into what we now call a gym until the late 1980s, or maybe it was even the early 1990s, I'm not sure. And yet, many of my contemporaries still hold the idea that they can't get fit if they can't get to, don't like, or can't afford the gym. Wow, that really didn't take long, did it? Now The same is true for the gear that we associate with getting fit, and I'm not even talking about things like Peloton, which only became popular in the last couple years. Fancy cushioned running shoes with arch support and built-up heels actually came into existence after gyms did in the mid-1980s. So... Why are we all so scared to simply move our bodies on our own without any guidance? How did we become so brainwashed so quickly that we seem to believe that we can't simply move our bodies in interesting ways on our own whenever the mood strikes us? Now, don't get me wrong. I am grateful to see people on social media get excited about my bi-weekly workout videos that you can do at home. But... At the same time, I'm also kind of saddened that people felt so lost and desperate without them. I guess I just don't want to believe that in 40 short years, our species has become so detached from full-body general movement that we fall to pieces if we can't attend our weekly body pump, orange theory, pure bar or soul cycle class. So, I challenge all of you who have made it this far into this Quick and Dirty Tips podcast episode, or maybe I should call it a long and filthy rant episode, to dig deep into your creative minds, your memories of grade school gym class, or your basic understanding of how your body feels when you ask it to perform certain actions to see if you can come up with a way to do four simple things. Number one, raise your heart rate a little or a lot. Two, challenge your muscles a little or a lot. Three, tease your balance and mobility as much as you feel safe doing. And four, repeat this consistently. Because that truly is all exercise is. And in the simplest way possible, that's all it takes to get and stay fit. Now, you can dress it up in technical fabrics and give it a fancy name like, I don't know, foxy size, which would probably be really fun, and there's nothing wrong with that. But in the end, to get a workout, just filling this four-part criterion will bestow on you the fitness that you seek. So let's go through it one more time. Number one, raise your heart rate a little or a lot. Two, challenge your muscles a little or a lot. Number three, Tease your balance and mobility as much as you feel safe doing. And number four, repeat this consistently. Now, all right. That's it for this week, but before I let you go, I want to let you know that Monica Reinagle, the Nutrition Diva, and I will be doing a free workshop called Building Your Transformation Toolkit, The 5 Things You Need to Achieve Lasting Weight Loss on Saturday, February 27th at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. And if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can go to waylesslife toolkit. That's wayless.life toolkit. And you'll find out everything you need and you can sign up for it right there. It is a free workshop. I hope to see you there. Now, don't forget to tune in next week because we have another special guest, a friend of mine named Dean Dwyer, who's going to talk to us all about the magic of consistency. You're not going to want to miss this one. All right. My name is Brock Armstrong. I'm the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.